welcome to the Bethel Free Baptist Church Weekly Sermons. This is the evening service of Sunday the 29th of September 2013, entitled Expressing Our Thankfulness, and the Bible reading is Psalm 100. Here's Pastor Larry T. Curtis. Psalm 100, beginning in verse 1. I invite you to stand to honor the reading of God's holy word. Psalm 100, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. Father, we do thank you again this evening. Lord, we do have so much to praise and thank you for. But Lord, this evening as we come together here at this time, we thank you especially for the time that you have allowed us to have together in your house again this evening. Thank you for your word that we have before us, for your spirit that we have within us. Thank you, Lord, for your great love towards us. Thank you for the great love that Jesus shared and showed when he was willing to die upon that cross to pay our sinful debt. And Father, as we look into your word for these next few moments, we pray that you can take the words that we find here, encourage, speak to hearts as only you can. We will be careful to give you all the praise and honor for it. For it is in Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen and amen. Well, as I said earlier, as we looked at this passage of Scripture this morning, and we focused upon verses 3 and 5, We looked at the simple idea that we find there at the close of verse 4 that said, Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Such simple words, but not hard to understand. Uh, We don't have to, uh, to go back to the Greek to figure out, or the Hebrew in this case. We don't have to go back and look and see just what uh, what it means. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. And as we said, we looked at the simple thoughts that are contained just in these short five verses that we can be thankful to him and bless his name because of who he is, our God and our creator, because of who we are as his people and his sheep, because of what he is, good, merciful, true and faithful. But as we move on now this evening, I'd like for us to take a look at the other Three verses, verses 1, 2, and 4. And just ask ourselves, okay, if we are to be thankful unto him and to bless his name, how can we do that? How can we express that thankfulness? Well, there are many, many things that we could find in Scripture, but just here in this psalm we find that, first of all, notice what he says in verse 1. He says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Now, what do we usually think of when we talk about making a joyful noise unto the Lord? Um, sorry? Singing, singing, and, and that is, that's in another verse. We'll come to it later. But, yeah, it's usually not just about singing. It's a lot of times what we use for an excuse when we're singing badly. Well, you know, just make a joyful noise unto the Lord, whether it's good or bad or whatever, uh, and it gives us a good excuse. And, of course, that is a way of making a joyful noise. But the psalmist here in Psalm 100 
He'll come to the singing in a bit, but here in verse 1, that's not predominantly the meaning that we have when he says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. You know, the only way we make noise is not just in singing. We find that I believe the first way that we can express our thankfulness to God is simply through our speech, what comes out of our mouth. Now, the word noise here is not talking about some uh, unintelligible racket. Uh, a lot of times we think of something that's noise as something that's a, a negative, something that we don't want. But the word that's translated noise here literally is, is speaking of a noise that is a, a, a shout. But it's not just, a, a, again, just a shout of nothing. It's a shout of, of loyalty, a shout of, of, of homage that uh, uh, we find illustrated just a, a little ways back in your Bible. Uh, if you turn back to 1 Samuel, and there in 1 Samuel, look, uh, look in chapter 10. And of course, uh, if you pick up in, uh, in chapter 10, you probably find if you've got any titles, if you've got a study Bible or something like that, it's uh, chapter 10 is entitled, Saul Anointed King. What we find here, if we look down in verse 24, notice what it says, and Samuel said to all the people, see ye him, talking about Saul, whom the Lord hath chosen, that there is none like him among all the people. And all the people shouted and said, God save the king. That's the kind of noise that Psalm 100 is, is referring to. Uh, a shout of, 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 of homage, a shout of, of, of loyalty, like these people that are proclaiming their, their loyalty to the king and who he is. You see, we can express our thankfulness and praise to God by boldly proclaiming him before others, by being proud to, 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 to stand up for the Lord and that through the words that we speak and the songs that we sing and all the speech and whatever that comes out of our mouth, that it be that kind of speech that comes from us. Of course, just a bit further over in your Bible, in Proverbs 3, 6, all the noises that come out of our Bible are not always a shout. Uh, they're not always, always loud. I, I get... Uh, I guess I, I can remember growing up, and especially in, uh, uh, when you get into some of those, uh, uh, those country churches in North Carolina, uh, they know how to shout. Uh, they get happy in their worship a lot of times. And uh, a lot of those old preachers said, if you don't like shouting down here, you're not going to like it in heaven uh, because people are going to be happy and people are going to be rejoicing. Uh, well, I don't believe in, in chaos. I don't believe in a bunch of, like I said before, unintelligible uh, racket and noise that doesn't mean anything. Uh, except sometimes to uh, to put on a show, uh, but I believe that sometimes, uh, you know, it becomes it comes natural with us about a lot of things that 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 our speech can come out that it can be we can shout about something because we're happy about it just like these people were when they were happy that that God had chosen them a king and they're they're shouting you know God save the king. Well, the thing is, is that you know we can use our speech. Proverbs 3, 6 says this, says, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. You see, a lot of times the way that we speak can be sometimes in a quiet way. This speaks volumes when it says, Notice, in all thy ways acknowledge him. In everything that you do, 
in all that, that makes up your life, in all thy ways, acknowledge him. What does it mean to acknowledge him? It means to, uh, to recognize him, to, uh, to concede, to admit, to recognize who he is, that he is in control, that it is him that you're wanting to follow, that you do want him to guide you. He says, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. We should be willing to acknowledge God in every area of our life. So we can express our thankfulness of God through the psalmist is saying right here, by making a joyful noise unto the Lord, uh, by our speech that comes forth out of our mouths, uh, joyful speech because we are, we are happy and we're excited about the Lord and all those things that we saw about him in those other verses. But he gives us something else here. Not only can we express our thankfulness through our speech, but notice in verse 2 he says, serve the Lord with gladness. We can express our thankfulness through our service. Are we glad? What does he say? Serve the Lord with gladness. Again, folks, that's not hard. That's not deep. Serve the Lord with gladness. Are we glad when it comes time to do something for the Lord? Uh, do we see that service for the Lord is, is a real privilege in our lives that we, that we have this opportunity, this, this privilege to be able to see it, or do we see it as pain, a burden? Uh, we just don't need anything else. Uh, what he's saying to us here is, you know, I believe that if we are truly thankful, if we stop and pause and count our blessings as we sang this morning, if we are truly thankful to the Lord and blessing his name, then it's going to show through in our service because we're going to be serving with gladness. We find that I think that it's just a natural state of things that when, when we're truly thankful in our hearts, then that's going to come out in our actions on the outside. Uh, when we're truly appreciative, uh, we're going to see doing anything for God uh, as a privilege, something that, that makes us happy. Wow, here's something that I have the privilege of being able to do for God. We express our thankfulness to God simply when we're glad, when we're happy about being able to serve, whether it's serving in the church, whether it's serving by by being that witness for him, we talked, you know, are we willing to go wherever God wants to put us, do whatever God wants to do with us? You know, it really probably does test our faith when, uh, if we are in that position of being in prison or being in a hospital or, or being in some of those places that God needs you there to be a witness to someone else, can we be glad in those circumstances? Can we be glad because God is doing something with their life? I believe that we can express our thankfulness to God through our speech that comes out of our mouth, making a joyful noise unto the Lord, through our service by serving the Lord with gladness. You see, if we're not truly thankful, we're probably not going to enjoy it a lot when we're asked to do something else. If we're not really thankful, then what's usually happening is on the other time, we've become too self-centered or self-thankful. We're thankful to ourselves because we're the ones that deserve this, and we've done this, and we've earned this. But the thing is, is that some might say, well, I don't mind serving the Lord. <laughs> it's what everybody else wants of me that's so difficult sometimes. But I remind you of a verse that Jesus spoke himself in Matthew chapter 25, verse 40, when he says, And the king shall answer and say unto them, 
Verily, I say unto you, inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Now, we could look all through the Scriptures this evening, but folks, you know as well as I do that one of the greatest ways that we show our love for God is by the love that we show for others. By being able to serve others, we serve Him. Maybe God's got you there, just like some of the testimonies that, that we've heard this evening. Maybe God's got you in that place that you are right now to serve Him by ministering to somebody else that needs ministering to. I believe that we express our thankfulness to God by the speech that comes out of our mouth. Is it a joyful speech that is truly honoring God? By the service that we perform for Him, is it something that we do with gladness that people can see that we are really happy and glad? Have you ever had somebody do something for you that you kind of got the impression that they're doing it, but boy, you sure wish you hadn't asked them because uh, you can tell they're not very happy about it. You know, maybe they're obligated, maybe they're being nice and you don't want to offend them, but you can tell, you know, it's not with gladness that they're doing it. I'm saying I believe that if we're truly thankful, that thankfulness to God, we're truly thankful for everything that he's done for us and all that he is, I believe that it'll show through our speech and through our service. And somebody mentioned this one earlier, serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing. You know, why is it that so many times, does anybody here sing in the shower? Why is it that people sing in the shower? You know, why does it just seem to come natural? <laughs> have you ever wondered? Have you ever answered that 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 question? You know why? Why it is? I mean, it's it, we talk about it all the time. Of course, you know we also talk about you know that some people's singing brings some adverse reactions as well. But usually, it's because that 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 we're free. You know, we're relaxed. We're away from, the, you know, there's, there's absolutely, you know, not, nothing there that, uh, uh, that's burdening us down and whatnot, and, and it just starts kind of flowing out of us, and usually nobody else can hear it. So we don't care. We're not self-centered. We're not thinking about what it sounds like or whether anybody else likes it or whether they don't. It's just kind of flowing out of us. And it's, again, it's that, it's that which is coming from within us. He says, come before his presence with singing. Um... I think that our thankfulness will most certainly show in what we sing and how we sing. Uh, it'll show in the way that, uh, that we think about our singing. Uh, give you these three simple thoughts that, you know, some people sing for show. Uh, and a lot of people make a lot of money doing that. Uh, you know, they do it because they know that they're good at it and they get up and they want to put on a show because they know that they can impress people with the way that they sing. And some people do that because... That's their main object is that they want to impress somebody else. Sadly, that happens right in the churches sometimes that, you know, people are more concerned about impressing somebody else. That's why I guess that, you know, I love when you all as a congregation, uh, when you take part in the service by, by singing specials and things like that. Uh, but it's, it's right there in your bulletins for anybody that comes in for the, uh, for the first time here to, uh, uh, to read that, uh, uh, that our, our times of worship are not here to, uh, uh, to entertain, but they're here to magnify and glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I hope that you get blessed for being here, but that's not why we're here. Uh, we're here to magnify Him, to bless Him. And the only way that you're going to really get blessed is by 
focusing upon being a blessing to someone else, not coming in and putting on a show. Uh, if you get up here to sing because you want to impress people with what a great job you've done, uh, then you've blown the ministry of it. Some people sing for shows. Some people sing for self. Uh, they like to sing what makes them feel good. Uh, they like to sing what, you know, brings enjoyment to the flesh. Now, do you think that God wants us to enjoy ourselves? Uh, do you think that there's anything wrong with enjoying music? Well, obviously, God enjoys music, or he wouldn't be asking us to sing to him, you know. Uh, there's nothing wrong with enjoying music. But when we're in a worship service, we're not here to enjoy it for ourselves. I enjoy singing, but I enjoy it because when it's coming from the heart and you're thinking about those truths that you're singing and you're singing it to him because you're thankful and you're grateful for who he is and all that he is, you're focused upon magnifying him and you sing from within. Some people sing loud and some people sing soft. Some people sing on key and some people sing off key. Some people sing fast and some sing slow and sometimes all at the same time. But the thing is, is, you know, I think that what we're seeing here is that some people sing for show and some for self, but some sing for the sovereign Lord and the Savior of mankind. They sing for him. Uh, and that's what he's showing us here. Come before his presence with singing. Uh, come into his presence. Sing for him. You know, the thing is, you know, some of you... I don't know how many, if, if I'm looking around, if anybody is here that uh, was here. I mean, I know that some of my family were. Uh, we used to, uh, we has, used to have an elderly gentleman that was here in the very, very early days that I was at church that uh, he used to sit over on this side, and his name was Ken. And, uh, you know, Ken was, was not in real good health for, uh, for somebody at that time that was in like his, his late 60s or something like that. Um, uh, he walked with a cane, and he didn't get around real well. But boy, did he love the Lord. And boy, when it come time to sing in here, he'd get there. And, and, and you know, I mean, especially when you got on some of those old hymns that uh, he knew by heart, and he knew those words. If you weren't careful, you know, he'd just be bellowing out, and his cane would be in the air, and he'd just be enjoying himself. And he's singing probably three or four keys off what everybody else is singing. He's nowhere close to what the piano's playing. Oh, but the joy that just come from his heart. And it's such a blessing to everybody else because, man, he was doing it because he loved the Lord. And, and you know, the thing is, 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 is Ken's been gone from us for a long time. The Lord took him on to glory, but he still has a special place in my memory because of the way that he used to just come into the presence of the Lord and sing. He didn't care if you liked it. Uh, he was opening his heart up because, man, he loved the Lord and he wanted to sing in the Lord's presence. And I believe that's what that we see here is that, folks, when we're truly focused upon our thankfulness, uh, upon blessing his name, then that is going to, to come through. It's going to be expressed in our, in our speech, the words that come out of our mouth through our, our service and how that we serve God and, and serve others around us. And in our singing, come before his presence with singing. Of course, there's a lot of verses, and particularly throughout the Psalms, that teach us, that has much to say about singing our praises to him. Psalm 95, 2 let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. So it is okay to use that, making a joyful noise with singing because that's what the psalms are. We've got a song book right in the middle of our Bible uh, that God gave us uh, that were uh, precisely what they were there for, for these psalms to be sung. So we express our thankfulness. If we're truly thankful, it'll be expressed in our speech, in our service, in our singing, 
But I want to give you one other one here. It'll be expressed in our sharing. Notice what the rest of, uh, he says down in verse 4. He says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Now, folks, you don't have to do anything to be a Christian. You know, I get this all the time. Well, I don't, I don't have to do that to be a Christian. I don't have to go to church. I don't have to pay tithes. I don't have, you don't have to do anything except truly humble yourself before God, admit your sin, recognize that Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay for those sins, that he paid that penalty. You seek that forgiveness based solely and totally and completely in what Jesus Christ did for you and nothing else. He died for you. He's the one that overcome death, that raised himself from the dead. And we find that there is nothing except the gospel, pure, simple, and straight, that will save a soul, and that's what will take you to heaven. And so a lot of times we talk about these other things. Well, the truth is, is people say, well, I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. No, you don't. You know, you don't have to go to church to be able to give God thanks, to bless his name and all those things. But he is showing us specifically here, he's saying, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. The gates and the courts that he's talking about here were the temple. To come into the temple with thanksgiving and with praise. It was the place where God's people met. The Old Testament in David's day and this day, they met in the temple. Today we meet in the church. That doesn't make you more of a Christian. You can't become more of a Christian because you go to church or don't go to church because you do anything else. But I'm saying here what we find is just what we did earlier in the service this evening, just the sharing of those testimonies, of those words of praise, of being thankful for the simple things and for those big things sometimes. We must be thankful for all of them. You see, God's people always has always had a place to meet ever since he first called them out, to share together. And that's what they were doing here, and that's what we need to do today, is that sharing of those blessings, sharing what God is doing, sharing how great God has been in our life. You know, have you ever been down? Have you ever had a bad day when you really, really found it hard to find anything to get happy about? Sometimes when you're having one of those days, have you ever been there? And some Christian friend, maybe at church, maybe at work, maybe at home, some Christian friend came along and just, just said something so simple. Maybe nothing earth-shattering that you'd never heard before, but they cared and they were there. You see, that's part of what being a family is all about, is being there for one another, sharing these blessings. Yes, we need to be, we need to be taking our praises and our thanks to him, but we need to be expressing that thankfulness in his gates, in his courts, we come together to be thankful unto him and to bless his name. I believe that sometimes I have to be careful, and I admit, I know that you don't realize that I'm, I'm getting older, and uh, I, don't, uh, I don't change as easily as I one time did. Uh, we can get more set in our ways. They say it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. Uh, and you understand that as, uh, as, as life uh, goes on and allows you to, uh, to mature. Uh, I made a note to a, uh, 
uh, a friend of mine uh, just uh, uh, the other day where he had put a photo up uh, on himself on Facebook, and I saw this this gray beard and this this gray hair. And I mean, we went to high school together. We went in the Air Force together. And I put him an owner. I said, man, I said, I feel old just looking at you. <laughs> and uh, I said, maybe I should give you the same advice I was given. I didn't tell him it was my daughter that said, you know, if I uh, if I'd shave all the hair off my face and, of course, probably off my head too, uh, that I'd probably look 20 years younger uh, because it would uh, it would disguise how old that uh, that I was getting. But I say that to simply, you know, I, I know that sometimes I have to be careful because there's some things I understand. We all can understand things when God has allowed us to go through things. Um, but, you know, I, I find it hard to understand why in the first place that God's people uh, would not want to meet with God's people. Um, I, I guess you know that, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not talking just because, and I mean, you know, if you don't feel like being here and you stay out, somebody's going to notice, but things are probably going, somebody's going to probably get pretty upset if I don't turn up next Sunday and say, I, I just didn't feel like it. <laughs> Something else came up. Uh, but it's not because of that. You see, even before I was responsible for preaching in the pulpit, I find a great joy of coming together with God's people. Uh, there's, a, there's, there's a blessing there in coming together and, and sharing and seeing what God is doing in each other's lives. And, and it's just encouraging and it's uplifting. And that's, that's why God has told us for our own good when he told us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. But exhorting one another, he said, and all the more as you see the day approaching, we're there to encourage each other. When we come to express our thankfulness, when we're truly thankful to God for all he's done, we want to bless his name. And I believe it should be a desire that we will want to be with God's people in God's place. And there's something that is missing from our lives, not because that we're more of a Christian, but there's something that's missing that's so important there when we're not there. Uh, the prophet Isaiah said this in Isaiah chapter 12, verse 4, and in that day, Shall you say, praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doings among the people, make mention that his name is exalted. Just to be able to be around others that are exalting the name of the Lord together, we're doing it amongst, amongst the people. But of course, our thankfulness is not only expressed inside the four walls when, when we're meeting together. The psalmist also said in Psalm 71, 16, I will go in the strength of the Lord God. I will make mention of thy righteousness, even of thine only. So what I want you to see here is, boy, we should be thanking him and praising him. What do you say? Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. We should be praising and thanking him as we come in, but also, as the psalmist said, as we go. Uh, when we come in together and when we go out there, we've got to go in the strength of the Lord. It's only in the strength of the Lord that anything will be accomplished. That's part of what we're here for, is to help each other to be stronger in the Lord. So I hope these things, as you just think on them on this Harvest Thanksgiving Sunday, they're just meant to be an encouragement to you. Uh, they're just reminders of such simple truths in God's Word. We do. There's not a day, there's not an hour that we can choose to focus upon something that we truly need to be thankful for instead of focusing upon the circumstances and the struggles and the bad things that are going on. Let's choose 
Let's choose to look at those things that we have to be thankful for. And I said this morning, these things that we looked at this morning, they never change. They don't change because of circumstances. They don't change no matter where we are or where we're not. They don't ever change. These are things about God that we can be thankful for 24-7 regardless of what it is. And if we truly are, we can express those things. And we'll express them through our speech, our service, our singing, our sharing. That's what we see right here in this psalm. And I hope that that's the way with you this evening. Why? Because I know that the more thankful you are in your heart, the more you're truly grateful for God and for all that He is and all that He's done for you, the happier you're going to be, the more fulfilled that you're going to be, and the greater blessing you're going to be to everybody around you. So I hope those things will be an encouragement to you this evening. Father, thank you again this evening as we have looked at this, this beautiful psalm that is familiar to all of us. And Lord, I haven't tried to, uh, uh, to take and dig anything out here that is earth-shattering that anyone would not have heard before, but to remind ourselves of some very simple truths that, Lord, can have such a tremendous effect on our hearts. Help us, Lord, to be a thankful people. Help us to focus upon you and all that you are and what we are in Christ and, and Lord, upon everything that you do for us. And, Lord, I pray that you just help us to be grateful and to bring that praise and thanks to you. And I pray that it would be expressed in our lives, Lord, in, in all the things that we do, uh, the speech, in our, in our, in our singing, uh, Lord, in our uh, sharing it with, uh, with one another. I pray, God, that you'd help us to be a people that when people look, uh, Lord, they know uh, that we are truly a grateful people. Help us to be a blessing and a strength one to another. We'll give you all the praise for it. In Christ's name we pray, amen and amen. Mm-hmm.